Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back. This is the Office 14 Podcast, episode 102. This is Lynn. I'm clocking in. This is Nas. I'm clocking in. And we have a special guest today for uh, Women's History Month. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. My name is Key Essence, Key Essence Giles, chef and owner of Pata Essence Food Truck and Catering Company. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Yes, thank you. Thank you for being our thank first woman guest. Yeah, for, of the month. That's so special. Yeah, yeah. women. Yep. We appreciate you coming on, taking time from out your busy day to come on. Thank you, thank you. Thank yeah, she definitely, she cooked for us and everything. Um, video's going to be on YouTube, so y'all get to see everything. But um, how about you just tell us who you are, how you got started, and you know. Okay, so yeah, like I said, my name is Key Essence. Key Essence Giles, the name of the company is Pot of Essence, i.e. myself. Um, We started out with private catering, but now I've had the food truck for maybe like eight months or so. Um, before the pandemic, I actually was a child therapist, always cooked, never wanted to do it for a living, literally ever, 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 mm-hmm. so that I'd be doing this. Um, but my husband wanted me to do it. So since I couldn't see my kids because of COVID, I literally started just making Alfredo out of my house. It went crazy. I walked away from my job, and I started doing the um, catering full time. So always tell that story because, unfortunately, my husband passed away in a car accident maybe about six months after I started the catering company. Mm. Okay. Um, so, so crazy how I never wanted to do it. And now I feel like it was like his last gift to me. Like I could only imagine if I had to go back to work, um, cooking helped me breathe. Right. It's something that I love to do. So I'd be like, Oh my goodness. Maybe like that really was a time for me to do it. Mm. And I feel like I worked out all the kinks while he was here. So I run the business like flawlessly. Yeah. How did you, um, deal with that? Like dealing with grief, grief, and then continue on with your business knowing that he wanted you to, that's what he, it was his vision for you. Right, right. Um, it was hard. So even with the catering, my husband was always a great provider, right? So I was actually saving the money, right, that I was making from cooking to gift to him. He okay. wanted to go into real estate, but he always put me first. So I was like, you know, I'm making all this extra money. I wanted to gift that to him. I never got the chance. So, like, even those little things have just been difficult, but you have no choice, mm-hmm. right? Like, I learned really early on in my grief. I have two sons. I had the business. I was in school getting my master's, right? Okay. Um, and as much as I wanted to crawl under a rock and die, I couldn't. Like, I could not do that. Um, I know that's not what he wanted for me. Um, that's not what I wanted for my son. That's not what I wanted for myself. So you just do it. It's not easy. It's still not easy. Yeah. But you just do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you handled it well. Thanks. You know what I mean? You handled it well by continuing on with the business. Um, and you're doing very well with it. Yes, it is doing really well. It's doing well. Yeah, that's good. Um, where, where is the truck located at? Where can they find you at throughout the week? Yeah, so we're more of an, of an event truck, but Wednesdays we do go to the IRS building, 29th and Market. Thursdays and Fridays we're at Temple Hospital. And we only do the lunch hour, so like 11 to 2 o'clock. And sometimes we do pop-ups, so like we do Attic Beauties. We do like the night markets and stuff like that. So, yeah, follow us on Instagram, Pot of Essence Catering. And you can keep up with where we at, what we doing, what we cooking. You make an announce- <clears throat> announcement weekly of what you're doing that week or? Um, daily. Daily, actually. okay. Because sometimes it changes. Um, private catering is our priority. Gotcha. So sometimes we might have to close the truck down to take the catering job. Gotcha. Do you, um, can somebody like say if um, someone's having like, you know, s- spring and summer is coming. So a lot of times people have their kids or parties or picnics outside. Yeah, can you rent the truck? Can you rent? Can yep. can they have you come and provide food? Yeah, you okay. can definitely rent the truck. You can buy the truck out. We'll come out for the day. Okay. You do private cooking, like if I want have you like cook for me and Bay. Yes. So we do romantic experiences. You can get the whole shebang. 
Rum Setta, Red Roses. That's actually my favorite. So private dinner parties and private dinner experiences are actually my favorite style of cooking. So that's my goal. My goal is to be like um, like an in-home private chef. Okay. So maybe like 20, 30 people and do like a really grand display. And don't get me wrong, I love a truck. I love interacting with the people, but everybody has that thing that they want to do and that's my thing. Right, right. That's good though. Congratulations on, on the success you have. You, you were on the news as well. Yes, I was yeah. on the news. We did the night market. Um, so we did like a preview that Monday mm-hmm. and because I was like one of the bigger, um, because they liked me the most, they decided right. for me to come and do Fox 49 Live. So that was really cool, super fun. Y'all being on the news, right? It took me like two hours to prep for like 30 <laughs> seconds. Like, What, did you, what did you have to do? So first of all, you're like sitting around waiting, right? So I think I got there around like 8 a.m. So the truck is huge too, right? The truck is super big. So trying to find parking, it's a whole bunch of like security things you have to do to make sure you can park there, you can be there, blah, blah, blah. And then you have to kind of like um, the people downstairs are talking to the people upstairs, trying to figure out what time you're going to go on, blah, blah, blah. And then it's a live segment too, right? right? So you literally have to just be like ready to go when you're ready to go. But you don't know how long that's going to take or when it's going to happen. So at first they're like, it's like 9, 10, 9, 20. Everybody's texting me like, I'm watching, you're not on, I'm watching, you're not on. And it was the fastest 45 seconds of my life. He came over. He's asking me questions. Um, he's asking me about the food. I mm. give him my little, like, pitch. It was done. That was, was it. Like, oh. So, like, when Martin was on Varnell Hill show, and he was like, yo, you got 10 seconds. That's like, literally it really how it is. <laughs> like, literally, so you better make it count, okay? I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah. I was on the news and now I'm on here. There you go. And and this, and longer than oh, news. baby, I'm moving up in the world. Yeah, we bigger than the news. <laughs> We, be- we better than the news. I know. I've been trying to get on here, but I feel like y'all acting funny. Never. Never. We never acting funny. <laughs> don't be, li- don't <laughs> like, be lying to people. No, don't be lying to people. Don't so uh, what's some of the struggles you face, you know what I'm saying, being a black business owner and a woman at that? Oh, right. And a woman at that. Always. Um, so number one thing I think just as a business owner is finding good help. Um, it has been so difficult to find consistent good help. Um, I pay well. I know I'm like really nice in the kitchen. I work hard. This is my baby. So... I am the person that's going to always do the work. If I hire somebody to work eight hours, I've already worked 16 that day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I know the kitchen isn't easy, right? It's a lot of long hours. It's very demanding. But finding good help is so, so difficult. Um, also, the scrutiny, right? From Reviews. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the thing is, I haven't had, like, a lot of bad reviews at all, honestly. Like, I have consistent customers the same people come to the truck every week and Mm -hmm. multiple times sometimes but just even the things that you like here the wait time is the wait time is long the wait time is 20 minutes sometimes and i pride myself on 12 right right i literally pride myself on 12 minutes but like if you're getting things made to order and you're waiting 15 minutes or 12 minutes how long did you want to wait right you know what i mean it ain't mcdonald's right you popping this shit in the machine and it's yeah right so if I'm frying chicken, chicken takes 10 minutes. It does. It really takes 12. Oh, right, when you, well, know, you want to crispy. Yeah. crispy. Right. So I, even, you know, like hearing those things. Um, and then, like, I bring that up because it came. I did, like, uh, my girl Fuel in Philly. That's my girl. She came and she did a TikTok. So the next day after the TikTok, the truck was insane. And the lady left a comment that day. And it's like, this isn't even normally how it is, right? So just trying to figure out, like, when you do have those things that people say, try to not let it like affect you or how you run your business because I run my business how I run my business. No, ma- no matter how good and how nice you are to people, yeah, niggas still gonna have an issue with whatever you do. Yes. It just it just is what it is. And then one bad review 
It's like one bad review just travels and carries so further than yeah. all the good reviews you had. I know. The, every, I love my team and my, my customers. They were in the comments like, I never wait long. And even when I do, it's so good. I'm like, that's my deal. Because right. I can't say that. And that's another thing too, right? Right. So as a woman, as a black woman, it's only so much you can say back. Right? It's only so haughty I can get. Right before I'm being like an angry black woman, or right. I'm doing this, or I'm doing that. So I'm so happy that they were able to say that because I wasn't able to say that. And mind y'all, she said that it looked like it was a long wait. Not and that it was. Right. I remember I was reading a review on a. Uh, I was going away. I was reading a review on a hotel, and these people said that the shape of the mirror in the bathroom <laughs> was a problem. I said, I'm what? On, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I'm not lying. No bullshit. This was a review. On the like on the hotel, yeah. it was one of the reviews, like the shape of the mirror. When did people get so opinionated? When people got the when people everybody got, got access yeah. to the internet. Why, why is it so many opinions? It's because the internet let the life. internet lets everybody anybody say whatever they want to yeah, whoever they want. There's yeah. no separation to class. Like <laughs> yeah. remember, you could be right. somebody's up here. You in a the AP class? You in this class? No, everybody's in the same classroom. So now you think you can say whatever you want to. It gave access. It gave people access to say and say whatever they want online. Right. You know what I mean? So that's that's the thing about internet. I don't care who say anything about my podcast because I'm being the comments. Like I'm clapping back. But you have a different kind of business. No, it's still a business, but I'm definitely clapping back. No, I don't. I'm not saying nothing. I don't give a shit. No, I don't know why people. Listen, this is an announcement. I am not mean. I'm not mean. These people here call me mean. Everybody quiet. Yeah, I know, right? Everybody <laughs> quiet, right? Your management team. <laughs> Don't believe. Nobody no, believes you. Nobody believes me. I'm not. I am not mean. I'm a nice person. Okay. All right. Let the record show. Now it's a nice person. I'm a nice person. What you love most about cooking? What do I love most about cooking? I love the feeling that I get when I cook. So like, I cook with love. Um, I call my cuisine gourmet comfort food because mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to like make you feel good in like an upscale way. So I listen to slow jams. I drink champ. Um, I put a lot of like love into it and it just makes me feel good when I see people eating the food and they love it. You the know food I mean? was good. When I see it and it looks pretty and I know that it was something that I created. So it literally makes me feel good and that's why I like to give it to the people because I want them to feel good. Yeah. If, if, if the food was very good. She definitely brought us food, cooked for us. What's um, my favorite thing? Mine was the, the chicken, seafood, the, chicken. The, the seafood egg rolls for me. Okay, I didn't even eat the egg rolls. I'm Yo, so I'm four. Those are top sellers, and the seafood salad. The uh the chicken. Yep. Yeah, I like the chicken. Habanero wings, the seafood egg rolls, and the seafood salad. Okay, yeah, they were they were good. Definitely gotta go down to the truck and get you some you wings. No juices or nothing. Damn, we ain't had no juice or nothing. You ain't got no Kool Aid. Well, I thought y'all was providing me with you, beverages. You're right. Yeah, you was coming with the cooking stuff, so I'm just saying I thought you were coming with juices too. I thought we had talked about the juice and stuff off air. <laughs> you talk- want me to bring it here? <laughs> no, 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 it's cool. Okay, Don't worry about it. You might have like a special <laughs> juice for the truck, like a. No, we just got snapples. 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 Yeah, That's <laughs> just it. snapples, yeah. ginger ale. Sometimes we might have <laughs> it. We might get a water, but we got some great food. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No special juices. Yeah, no. Um, I be trying, y'all. It's so hard to get stuff on here. Like, is is crazy how you, much food I cook a week? Do you find it difficult, like, with being cooking? Trying to introduce new recipes. Yes. Because people it's a, like it's what hard. they like and they want what they want. Right. Um, I think the only thing that's on the menu on Talking the truck. I think the only thing that's on the menu on the truck that I wanted to be there were the jerk wings. Okay. Um, I said I was not doing rolls because I hated doing them for um, catering. But I do them all the time on the truck because that's what the people want. Um, I didn't want a fried chicken <laughs> on the truck. Right. But that's what the people wanted. So, yes, it is very, very difficult. Again, why private dinner parties are 
my go-to because they kind of let me do what I want to do. Okay. It gets boring time after time, you know, cooking the same thing, but the people love it. So you give the people what they want. You yeah. know, they make your business grow. So the, the you said the 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 uh, rolls and the and the wings are the two best things. Well, not the two best things, but that's people's favorites. Yeah, that's people's okay. favorite. All right. That's what's up, though. I, I did. I did enjoy the food. Thank I didn't you. know you was bringing that much food. I know. I had to feed y'all. I know. Yeah. I definitely don't have to cook for a few days. <laughs> for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> the wings... The wing went. Lento, my man, we can't have, we can't be recording that Nas crib no more. He, he get to keep all the stuff. Nas get to keep everything they bring. I'm containers. Don't let him do you like this. He ain't gonna do it. Don't I, worry. I told him he could take he could take some. All right, how much? He could take like uh, a little bit. What's how many come in the order? <laughs> you can take one. Even though I brought ten orders, you can how take many, one home. How many orders come? Eight. Eight in the, in the order. You could take nine, bro, because I love Ooh. you. Thanks, bro. All yeah. right. Did you feel like the inflation <laughs> hurt your business at all? Um, you know what? Actually, not so much, honestly. Um, so I got the truck after COVID, right? Mm-hmm. I've had the truck for what? I think it's been like seven months now. Um, so the prices did increase, but I realized that people pay for good food. They do. Um, what and I don't really have my clientele really um doesn't give me problems when it comes down to my prices. And for a very very long time, I just went up like January. Um, and I know people that were up way before then. Um, because I was trying to you know like still kind of keep them there, but. When chicken, it was like, oh, wow. Yeah. So, no, my clientele doesn't give me any problems. They tip well. They pay. They they go on their way. Okay. All right. That's good, though. I mean, like you said, everything. I, I feel like everything. Everything is up, really. Yeah, everything. And people people know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to buy eggs. You're going to buy eggs. We see how expensive they are. And also, I think you being in those areas with the truck is, is really good, too. Yeah, you're in, you're, in, you're, in, you're in good areas. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of a lot of traveling outside of Temple Hospital and outside of 29th of Mark. You got people coming off the train, right? Or people coming out of Scepter, whatever mm-hmm. IRS building. There's a lot of people working down there. Yeah, there's a lot of traffic. Where you're going to park your truck is a very strategic thing. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things that I put a lot of thought and effort into when I did get the truck. Okay. Yeah, my my daughter want to um <clears throat> open up a food a food truck. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I'm 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 gonna send her to I'm gonna send. Her, she need a job. You, you need know, help her? I'm hiring. She, Everybody, I'm hiring. She's only 13, though. But yeah, she helps. Sure. She can help clean up. She can up. definitely come to the kitchen. All I right. can teach you how to cut some stuff, season some stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, send, I'm sending her down there. Yeah, please. All right. All cool. Right, like yeah, it. I might I like have it. somebody for you in the summertime. So, yeah. Before, like I said, before the pandemic, I was a child therapist. So, um, like, helping kids, especially girls um, at risk youth, that's, like, my soul spot. Mm-hmm. If money was not an option, that's what I would do. I would save the world. Got you. That's good, though. What is the... What's the end goal or basically the ultimate goal for you with the food truck? What the food? So I do not want to cook for a very long time. Okay. Like I said, this was really not my dream. Um, so I started to invest in real estate. That was my husband's dream. It's, again, super crazy. So all the money that I make from the food truck, I invest into real estate. Okay. So I'm hoping that eventually I can just do like private catering when I choose to and that the real estate will carry me. Would you um, keep the food truck open? Yes. So I would like to find someone that can come on board and really learn mm-hmm. to be able to keep it open. Gotcha. Because um, I wouldn't just want it to shut it down. It definitely is my baby. I'm so, so happy that I decided to do it. I, I cried, I prayed, I cried, I prayed about that truck. Um, I was so, so apprehensive. And I'm not normally like that. I normally know what I want, when I want it, how I want it. But I was so, so scared to do it. But I'm really, really happy I did. So I don't want to shut it down, but I also don't want to work. 
How you, how you gonna learn what you could do if you never if you never just try it? If you never try it, right? Yeah, yeah you can't. Right? You can't. You ain't gonna learn what you could do if you never just take a shot at doing it. Yeah, and you will really see what you made of yeah. when you really do it. Like, I was like, oh, I I worked tough. Like yeah. this is something. It happens. I mean, I I feel like even with the podcast situation, with doing everything we doing, just taking that leap three years ago, right? And and just doing it. You know, what I mean, I always give bro all the like all his flowers for him taking a step to like finding us. Uh, uh, a studio to record at. Yeah, right. And that was it was just downhill from there, and just to see exactly where we are, and to even try to evolve even more to what we can be, yeah. and being better at what we doing is 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 a struggle. Right. It's, exactly. a, it's a struggle. But it's, it's a, a struggle. struggle. Yeah, it's a struggle. You see, it's only two of us here. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, so it's, it's a struggle. We're trying to record every week and get five people to record every right. week. Exactly. When you have life, life in. Yeah. Yeah. So we try it, but you but know we take chances. Take that leap of faith. Yeah. I mean, it, it happens. It yeah. All right. So we we kind of going to change gears. Um. So last week we kind of discussed the whole Michael B. Jordan. They saying he was corny and everything, right? Okay. All right. Give us your definition of corny before I. Like what? Oh goodness! This. How many people be listening? I think so <laughs> many people are corny. Like, so give me like Mike. what's the what's your, corny, your corny characteristics basically? Like, flat. Like super talkative about their money. Super gossipy about the woman they had sex with. Um, I think like a man is supposed to like come in respect, right? So like I don't think they should like do too much. So like if you do too much, I think he's corny. Um, I don't get into like I'm, I I find myself to be really stylish. At least I'll say that. So I don't get really like into like very surface level things with guys because at my age like it's way deeper than it. So I won't even touch on it. Like those things don't make them corny to me. But like your mindset, how you act around people, acting around those things that's those are the things to me that makes corny. Okay. So my question, I just want to ask you that. So my question is, why are drug dealers and street niggas not considered lame in the community? To who? A lot of people. I mean, far, far as, far as like what you, how can I put it? Far as when you go on the internet and you see like a lot of women say, oh, I like street dudes. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's a lot of niggas that's in the street that's corny. For sure, you know what I mean. Probably the corniest. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's not, it's not far as like a. Well, because that's what they know, right? So they're not corny to them because that's what they know, and what they're putting off is probably what they want because they surface level, right? Mm. Again, when we think of why they're saying a street guy isn't corny, what are they talking about? Oh, he not corny because he dressed decent. Oh, he not corny because he knows so and so. Oh, he not corny because. He is known in the streets for doing something that should be considered lame, like what selling drugs, going to jail, not taking care of his kids. Right. You know what I mean? But they're not thinking about that. Right. They're thinking about surface level, what they look like and what they're giving them, which is why they're not corny. Right. But if you dig deeper, right, he gonna be real, 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 real corny. But nobody, nobody's gonna talk about that. I, I, I can agree with you on that. I, I hundred, hundred and ten percent agree with you on that. Far as. People only look at a lot, even with, 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 with dating, a lot of people look at surface level and how they look good with somebody. Exactly. Not what that person brings to them mentally outside of financially. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because a lot of things, yeah, a nigga could dress, a nigga might know a bunch of people. Him, outside of that, he don't, he don't got nothing. He don't have nothing. He, don't, he can't help you grow, sis. He not praying for you. Like, he don't know how to handle you emotionally. Like, nigga coming with bad energy and the fucking yeah. demon on, uh, in him. <laughs> He For real. And you can't even see. Him. Right. Like, happy that he got your knotless done. Oh, jeez. 
that's crazy. Y'all think Michael B. Jordan corny? No, I, I don't think Michael. I'm 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 be honest. I, I mean, we'll be I mean, off because we don't know him. I don't know him. You know what I mean? But yeah. far as what he what he does, I mean, far as like movies, I think he uh, he's a great actor. So is Russell Williams corny? No, the, a nigga who take care of his family and take care of a kid that's not his. How is he corny? I don't think. I mean, far as far him. as like a square. Yeah, he's a square. Right, and it's a difference. Yeah, yeah. Of he's being a, like, like having a per, like personality traits, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Like. And you put that in a box, being like a square versus being like a corny nigga I don't want to mess with. Right. Right? Like certain people, like if someone that don't drink. And again, it's like a what's your lifestyle right. for? If some people may think like, oh, he don't drink, he don't smoke, he corny. Right? Or he's a square. And he may very well be so, but when they talk about like him being like a corny guy, they're not talking about that. They're literally talking about like how he loves on his wife. Right. So it's too much. You think it's, it's, it's like tied to like a race? More so like black? Yeah, white people don't be saying it. It's definitely a black people thing. It's always us. You don't think white women say guys are corny? Not in not um, in the black person way. They right, might say exactly. it not with that kind, not with the kind of tone that we say it. Right. right. I think they're. I think they actually consider they consider street guys or like drug dealers probably corny to them. I would think so too. Or if they don't, again, they want them for the excitement of what mm-hmm. they bring. Again, very surface level. Yeah, I think kind of like women of color, like black women, probably like 18 to 32, kind of like own the elements of corny. Like they define what corny is. Yeah. Because if they start saying like, yo, you sell drugs, you corny as shit, you rob people, you corny as shit. Like more people will like already say it. it's not till like women get older. Like, yo, I don't want no shit. Nigga to go. Yeah, I don't want no nigga that's going to make the jail. Like, I don't want that. Yeah, you 18, 19, 20, you ride with the nigga in jail. Sure. When you 32, you're like, I ain't got time, time for that shit. Yeah. yeah. I, I got younger, work. Of course, I thought the, street, the guys that sold yeah. drugs was decent. Right. Yeah. Right. I met my husband. He was the total opposite. Um, But he was literally the best man in the world. And I would have never. And he's not corny. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, you can have a good man and him not be corny. He wasn't corny at all. Right. He was nothing was but street about he him. Wasn't, right. Right. Nothing was street about him. He just was a good, a good man. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, and as far as like, far as I think, because Russell Wilson is not, he's black, but he's not from our culture. Right. You know what I mean? Like far as when they look at future, future is our culture. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's the definition of our culture. You know what I mean? Nigga get fly, nigga talk shit, get high, talk about getting high. He can rap. Right. Right. Exactly. He said he was in the street. So as far as when you put them on the same, when you look at them on the same thing, it's like, yeah, Russell Wilson is a fucking square. You know what I mean? So far, but far as what he does as a as a man and what he does for his family, no, nah, I don't. I, you know what I mean? He's a he's a he's a great guy to me. Right. As far as what I see of him, I don't I don't know the guy personally, but as far as what I see, um, but like Lynn said, if 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 more women, because I feel like pussy is power for sure. So if more women of the younger generation start saying that yeah, carrying you know carrying guns or wearing ski masks is corny. Or, Doing this and like let's say robbing people or doing right. this, not not taking care of your kids, not not making sure your mama good, not making yeah. sure your family good, right. bring a drama to your mom's house. If more women were to start doing that and putting their foot down, I feel as though a lot of things in our culture would change. Absolutely. Yeah. I think so too. Cause, Cause what do niggas want to impress? Niggas want to impress women. Exactly. You know what I mean? You want to impress a woman so you could get her. Right. So I feel like if more if more women take that step and put their foot down to saying that. And putting emphasis on that, it would change. A lot would change. Yeah. 
And they kind of start with like, you know what I'm saying? The, the popular cities, Philly, New York, Atlanta, mm. Miami, LA. Right. Like when the women Houston. there start changing it. Houston. Houston, right. When they start changing like the narrative of like, yo, what's corny early on? Most niggas is stop doing what they doing and go get a real job. Mm -hmm. So well, you won't really have that you won't really have that battle back and forth about like who's corny and who's not. Not far as even like a real job, far as doing something with your life. You ain't even gotta go to get a get a job. Do something with yourself that's productive and bring back some prosperity or something good, positive in your community instead of tearing it down. Right, because that's what they doing. Yeah, that's that's all you doing. That's exactly what you doing. You ain't like I I look at a lot of shit that's going on, and um, this may be like a little bit off topic, but far as like people um. What they like when you see guys on the corner, like I used, I used to be in the streets, right? So a lot of times we hung out in front of people's doors. We made sure it was no trash. We made sure when right. who Lady House it was, we got up out the step. We got up out the step, helped her wear the bags. Right. Yeah. It, yo, man, don't 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 do that in front of here. So you know what I mean? If you're gonna take yeah. a piss, go down there or right, some shit right. like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Things things like that. We didn't curse. We didn't curse a lot. You know, shit like yeah. that. It's like a lot of that don't happen anymore. There's no yeah. respect. So my uncle, um so I'm from Southwest. My uncle Where are you from in Southwest? I'm from 58th Street. 58 and what? I used to live in 57 Hatfield. That's where I grew up at. I'm from 53 so and Greenwood. Curtis, he used to throw something in the park every year called the Zipnik. And he was like really well known in mm -hmm. the neighborhood. Um, but he was that, right? Like he definitely, nobody would like sit on the elder steps. Mm -hmm. He gave back. He literally threw the Zipnik. You could go there. The whole Southwest used to come out. Everything was free. Um, I remember he would like take kids to like Disney World and stuff when he would take like our family from the block. It was crazy, but I can't remember the last time I saw something like that. Like, I can't remember the last time I seen, like, you know, you would buy, like, the whole block stuff off the ice cream truck. Mm -hmm. Ice cream truck just be robbed past. Because the drug dealer niggas ain't got no money. Drug dealers <laughs> used to have money. So Them niggas ain't got no money. I just told you about inflation. Niggas ain't got no money. Niggas ain't got no money. Drugs, the buy the drugs is high, but the people who buy the drugs don't have they as much money. Niggas don't have no And then all them niggas don't just getting high. So why they don't just quit or get a job? Can't quit. That's all they know. Mm -hmm. But I, I do I do know a I do know a nonprofit who does do that. It's, it's Dimple for Days. I know they do that. They just took kids to out the Poconos maybe two weeks ago. Shout out to Angie. That's that's my dog. She would kill me if I didn't say her name. Right. You know what I mean? That's that's my I love Angie to death. Um Jamar, that's that's his sister. Dope shows. Okay. Jameer. Okay. Yeah. Jameer, that's Jameer's oh, sister. Jameer, Jameer's sister of dope dope show. That's his sister. She run a nonprofit called Dimble for Days. Um, she actually helped me with my nonprofit, CMI two one five. She gave me all the game in the world, but they just took all the kids that um that sent her nonprofit that be around to out the Poconos for yeah. for I think it was like they a day. It. Yeah, it was it was it was really dope. Shout shout out to them. So I gotta give I gotta give her praise. I def I definitely fuck with her. So let's ask you, so like how's your love life that you said that you had to kinda you oh, lost. Well. You lost a husband and everything. Like, what's yeah. your love like? Like, somebody might want to slide to your DM. We need no, to let you guys know. I got a man. I have a man. My man. My man. My man. My man. My man. Real bad. Real bad. No, yeah. So, um, I am dating again. Thank God. Of course, when my husband passed away, I thought I wouldn't. I remember telling my dad, like, my life is over. Like, what am I going to do? And he was like, You going to live? And I was so mad at him. I'm like, How could you say this to me? He just passed away. No, I'm not. And he was like, you're 30 years old. You have two children under five. It would be so sad if you never lived, loved, and was happy again. Mm. And now in this space, he was so right. I'm so happy to be in love again. Like, I didn't realize how 
sad and miserable and detached from love I was. I remember when I started dating him and my mom was like, you're listening to Soul Jam. I was listening to gospel for seven months straight. And I just told y'all that I cook and I listen to Soul Jam. Right. But that part of my world was just non-existing. So yes, I I am dating. That's, that's did you get did you get a lot of flack to start like dating again, losing your husband? Like probably too soon. You know, people think you was a Yeah, people like wait forever. Soon. I mean, I want you to jump in the casket with me, but that's here no there. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to jump in the casket with me too, but I'm just saying. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know I said me, he ain't say him. It's like no. Listen. <laughs> um, for sure, right? So I as a person that is grieving, right? I would like to ask people. What is a comfortable time frame for you, for me, to move on? And I say it like that because I need people to listen and hear what I'm saying, right? Mm -hmm. For me in my space, I am the one that is grieving, right? Mm -hmm. How much is enough time for you to be comfortable with it? How much champagne would you like me to drink, right? I was literally drinking like four bottles of champagne a day. My girlfriend was bringing about it cases from Delaware for me, right? I would sit up and people would be at my house all day and I would like be literally cringing, waiting for them to leave so that I could burst into tears and cry all night. So when people say like, it's too soon, it's too this, how long should I have stayed in that space, right? Mm. If Did I set out to get like a new boyfriend, fall totally in love and think that it would be this serious? Absolutely not. No, I did not think that. Um, but he applied pressure. And as a woman, when someone applies that good pressure, you better be on it because that doesn't come around too often. Um, but if that is something that I needed to do to get out that space, why is it an issue for you? Mm. And it still isn't easy, even though it's two and a half years later after my husband's passed and I've been dealing with him for like a year. It wouldn't have been easier if, if I waited the seven months that I did wait or if I waited two more years. The guilt of grief drives you crazy. And moving on made me feel the most guilty that I felt in my world. So... I don't understand how people have such a big opinion about your life and what you're going through and who you dating and how you moving when they don't live how you live. Right. And there's always some people from the outside, right? Like I said. There's always people that's from the outside of your business. There's always people that have no idea who you are. Right. Right? They think they know you because they follow you on Instagram. But the people that matter the most, right, my husband's aunt. She's like, yeah, I see you posting this guy. Let's talk about him. Let's meet him. My stepson said to me, I know that you're dating, and I would like for you to know that I'm comfortable to meet him if you would like, right? Mm. My niece that said, Abuda, I heard you crying countless nights, all night long. I'm happy that you're happy. And dating hasn't stopped my grief, right? I still have very, very, very sad days. But it has definitely helped because as a woman, you want to be in love. You want to feel love. Mm. So... I moved on. So mm -hmm. how 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 does how can he support you going through that? Because I'm pretty sure like you get those days when you down or like right, right. his birthday come around or like exactly. you know kids birthday stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Like, he just asks me what I need, um, and I tell him if I need him or if I don't. I I also did um, when I started dating him. I kind of kept those things a little separate um, because so many things just reminded me of my husband and like everything was just like a reflection of him that honestly, I wanted him to be an escape from that. So it was very rare early on where we even like talked about it a lot. Um, I would just kind of like go into show and be like, Oh, I just wasn't feeling well today. Right. Mm. Meanwhile, it was the anniversary or something like that. And I'm not even always sad on just the days. Some, sometimes I'm really great on Zay's birthday and that, that was my husband's name. Um, and then, it could be like a random Tuesday and I'm like, 
in the bed. Um, so he just asked me what I need, and and you know that's it. He's really like a um, it's like respect your space, respect you feel like. You have to tell him what you need, right. right? Like he's not gonna be like overbearing, and I appreciate that. So basically, you just gotta kind of keep reassuring him that, that you're good for him, right? Exactly. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, grief is some people. Some people do not do well with grief. No. Some people don't get over. It. Some people lose themselves yes. in the in in the. Some people lose themselves with when that person lost their life. Yes, and I really felt like that. Yeah. I was with my husband since I was 19 years old. Right, hmm. he died when I was 30. I went through being so many different people with him and our relationship helped me just be better in general. Like just how he was, he poured so much into me and us both being so young. I, I look back and I'm like, Oh my goodness. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. You know what I mean? Like when I see parts of me and I used to look in a mirror and be like, who am I? I was so sad. Y'all like, I used to be like, who am I? My sons would be like, I want to do this. or I want to do that. And I wouldn't do it. I stopped watching football for a year because football Sundays at the Gausers was a thing. Mm-hmm. And my son came to me and said, Mom, I really want to watch football. I know my dad will want you to watch football with me. And that even was like a reality check. I didn't even know I was doing it. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So you, I understand how people get lost in it. But I also think that you grieve how you live too, right? Mm-hmm. So I've always been a mover and a shaker. I've always been somebody that was able to like get through things. They would say like, if something happened to either one of us, it had to be me because, I mean, it had to be him because he couldn't do it without me, but he knew I could do it without him. Right. He was like, I chose you to be my wife. I chose you to be the mother of my sons because I know what kind of woman you are. So I think it just was in me. I just had to find it again. Right. Right. Um, and now it fuels me. Had that not happened, I wouldn't be the woman I am today. Okay. Um, I depended so much on my husband or love how our relationship was. Um, that even he'd be like, you need to start business. I'd be like, no, I'm just going to work for people. Like, I never thought that I would be, like, a business owner and move in shake how I do. And I do. Hmm. Like, effortlessly, though. I'd be like, girl, who are you? So it it makes you or it breaks you. Right. That's exactly what it does. Right. In this case, it made you. Yeah. In this right. case, it made me for sure. That's, that's good, man. You know what I mean? Um, I think I had a conversation with my mom before about uh, a friend of hers mom passed away years ago and she was like she just couldn't get over it yeah it was like 10 years down the line and she just That's still it was it. just still haunting her i know and she like she lost herself where her mom passing away she was like you know a lot of people do not deal with grief grief very well yeah and you gotta deal with it too right so when my husband passed away i hired a laundry service a maid service i had people cooking for me i didn't have i would have the business right mm-hmm. so i didn't go back to work um, maybe for like four months straight, I got straight into therapy. Um, I started like just live doing what I needed to do. I sat in my grief, however that looked for me. And I think a lot of times people aren't granted their opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. People have to go back to work. Um, people have like so many other things that a lot of times it keeps getting like pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And that's why it always is like, like it, it always just kind of like keeps keeps going until like it, it blows up in your face over and over again. But me, I was like, no, I saw that I was not myself. And I was like, what do I need to do to change that? Hmm. So I just started doing the things that I needed to do to change that. Um, and therapy was really, really big for me. Like I was in therapy like twice a week at first. A lot of people, a lot of people don't think therapy help them. Really? Can help them. 
Yeah. You know, I think we, you should try it. We say it all the time. Like, I feel like it's overlooked in the black community for therapy. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But um, just dealing with it, um, we had a show not that was not last year, but the year before last. That was our first live show. And the day it happened, I found out that my aunt passed away. Like, we were literally five minutes from going on stage. Yeah. So I was like, I cried. You know what I mean? Them niggas ain't, they ain't never seen me cry. Right. You know what I mean? So I like cried. Shook it off. I was like, it was like you want if you want to go, you could go. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm good because I know my aunt. You know what I mean? Like right. I know she would have like, man, if you don't take your ass yeah, on. Yeah, that's I know my all husband. these all these people came out here to see you. Right. Like you think right, right. you better take your ass on the stage. Yes. You know what I mean? So I was like, I know her and just hearing her like, all right, I I could you know I can go on stage, but I feel like man, when I went home that night, I was like, man, it was a like, mess, right? Man, I, yeah. tsh, man, Isn't I cried. Isn't it crazy how you turn it on and off? Yeah. Yeah. I sometimes tell people like I have to choose when I'm sad. Honestly, mm. like there are times that I can't be as sad as I want to mm. be because I have shit that I need to. Can I say shit? Did I cuss? You could curse. Uh, <laughs> we we curse all the time on here. <laughs> because I have you be like it's a bad for the this, brand. This is not. This is not a family show. <laughs> um, yeah, because I have shit I need to do. Honestly, mm. like so, I really be like sometimes I really find myself and I be like, not right now. Like do that later, okay? Mm-hmm. You gotta get the mac and cheeses out. Like do that later. So. It's so crazy how like you really can turn it on and off. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. wild to it's wild to me sometimes. Yeah, it was it was it was um, it was it was to even think back of that day and finding out five five minutes before going on stage that you know that she passed away, it was like that was my favorite aunt. Right. You know, that was my mom. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she was my mom outside of my mom. Yeah. You know, I'll what tell I mean? you another sad story. We we going we not gonna keep being sad. No, we ain't gonna keep being sad. <laughs> but no, no we... so <laughs> I lost my husband October 16, twenty twenty. Right, I lost my dad 20, December twenty ninth, twenty twenty. And then I lost my first nephew, Lusa Card. Y'all heard about the shooting on sixtieth and that like sixtieth market Premier BND the clothing line. Yeah, oh, you guys, that's my nephew. That's my that's my mother's son, my oldest brother, his first child. I seen his. Dad was on the news, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So all of those things happened to me, right? My dad went to the hospital because he fell. He fell. Found out he had cancer. Blah blah. He goes into surgery. Comes out of surgery. He catch COVID. He dies. Christmas Eve, they call me. It's like your dad coded. I'm literally at the table with my kids baking cookies. Hmm. I had to leave from baking cookies on Christmas Eve to go to the hospital because my dad was dying. Hmm. And then guess what? When I came home, you know what my kids wanted to do still bake Big cookies. cookies. Yeah. So you still, you can't turn mommy mode off. How do you do that? Yeah. So when people say like, how do you do it? You got no fucking choice. Yeah. Like, you have no choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild. It's literally wild. What you what you got for us, Lindsay? We ain't going to be sad. <laughs> All right, let me no, read I don't want to be sad. <laughs> <laughs> you got people crying in the studio. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, so this person says, I'm dating somebody who's not a planner. I'm gonna try to keep this short, fellas. I'm dating. I'm 31. I'm dating a guy who's 33, who's bad at bad at taking initiative to meet up. He likes me, enjoys my company, and I'm sure he wants to see me again, which is mutual. He is described by his close friends as a bad planner and very spontaneous, which confirms that it is not that he's in, he's not an enemy. He's like that as others. He's like that with others as well. I wish to bring this up somehow without making it seem too serious. It's not a huge issue now since I'm not in a hurry. But I can see this becoming an issue. Fast forward um, so we don't have to talk about it. We've been on four dates. The first two, I took him out. The last two, I really tried not to push anything, really giving him room to take an initiative. But he's still very slow. Initially, I also asked, I also asked like I was the one asking the most questions. And it came spontaneous comments like, this was nice, which led to he always responds in a positive way. 
the lack of things like this is coming from him without me taking the first step haven't been much however our last date that got it got a little better i guess i can say the issue so more lies in the communication between dates and not dates um that i don't plan do you guys have any advice on how i should handle a bad po- somebody that doesn't plan she said she communicated with him that she felt like did she, she tell him she didn't bring it up is oh she should bring it up i mean how else how else would yeah, can you check the situation other than bringing it up? He don't, he don't know. How, how, he can't, he don't like he knows he probably a bad player. If, her, if his friend said it, his friends probably tell him all yeah. the time. Um, but she got to just bring it up to him. You know, what I mean, communication is key. Is, it is communication and comprehend comprehending is key in a relationship. You know, what I mean, everybody say, yeah, you could talk, but if I don't understand or they don't understand how I'm, if you don't can't articulate how you feel in certain situations, how am I going? How am I going to know what to change? You know what yeah. I mean? Like I can't. I don't know what the. Ch- I don't read mine. Like I ain't Miss Cleo. I don't know what the fuck. Right. The, I don't know. You know what I mean? So I have to communicate with you what it is that my issue is with you, not just assume that you get it. You know what I mean? So she had. She can't assume that he gets here bad planner. Yo, look, I planned the last few dates. When are you gonna start planning dates? You don't plan dates. You don't plan even not even dates. Just anything. You don't plan anything. She got to communicate with them. And then it's also like too. Sometimes like you gotta get relationships with people that you're compatible with, right? So if you're a person that likes a guy that's really a planner, some guys just aren't planners, right? But if you tell him like I want to do this, I want to do that, he gonna do it with you. But if him not that not being his idea really doesn't work for you, you might shouldn't be with him. Because if he's such a bad planner, even telling him I think you should definitely bring it up, but even telling him still might not do the trick. Mm -hmm. It might just be. His characteristic trait. Yeah. Um, I don't know why girls get hung up on it. I do not get hung up on it. So I think I'm with you too, right? I don't think it's a problem. He's a bad player. That's not what I'm good at. It's just not what I'm good at. Everybody's not saying that. It's not saying that he doesn't want to go. Right. He just ain't planning. So right. I ain't got the time to plan. He ain't, he's still going to pay. Exactly. He's he's do, he might just go. be too busy to plan. Right. right. Like, I got too much shit going on. Just tell me where I got to be, what time I got to exactly. be. Exactly. I'll meet you. Right. Because the bad part about it, right? Let's use. Let's use like women, just a group of friends, right? Women that have three, four friends. Mm-hmm. One friend, the planner. Yeah. One friend, the person that's going to find the restaurants. One person going to find the flights, the hotels. Yeah. Yeah. One person just going to show up. I'm just going to show up with my money. Y'all right, do right. everything, right? right? It's never a problem when a friend do it. Yeah. You got the, the planner friend, like us. Sticks right. is the planner friend, right? Sticks is the planner friend. Planner friend. Me and I's gonna come. We ain't gonna complain to nothing. Feet gonna find a hotel of a car, whatever yep. we're gonna do. Yeah, that is true. It's never a problem. The minute you get into a relationship, that's it's what the, the fucking problem. Mm-hmm. How right. the fuck is that the problem now? Yeah, right. So your friend <laughs> could be a bad planner, but, but I, I got I can't be a bad I can't be a bad that planner. That man gotta be yeah. perfect. Y'all know that man gotta be perfect. That's it's fucked not, up. It's, it's not. I'm it's, sorry. it's not it. That's it's not gonna happen. If he not showing up and you planning some shit, that is They're different. different. Yeah. Right. But playing thirty six days, I'll be there. I'm just mad at it. Plan it out the next four weeks. Now when my car start declining on the date, then it's like all right. Bro, like you played it too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they people these these women. I but I know it's not right now. They're not gonna get me. They're not gonna get you. <laughs> They're gonna buy a tussle. They gonna- <laughs> <laughs> Who was that girl? Yeah, cause Talk she picked me. Don't <laughs> you know they quick oh, because yeah, somebody picked me. But these women do have unrealistic expectations of your black men, and I don't like it. They do. I mean, as 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 men, we can't do. We can only pay bills and go to work, 
and buy our women stuff. As far as what the internet say, we can't. We can't have y'all dessert. Can't no we can't have appetizer. Yeah, y'all can't say nothing. Damn, I can't. What's it? Cream brulee? I can't eat that. I can't. You can't smoke hookah. No. No. You can't. You can't go get your feet done. No. No. Don't wear mismatch socks. Don't mismatch socks. Better not. Mismatch socks. You got a mismatch socks. Oh damn! I ain't a man. Socks right now. Can't have mismatch socks. Men men can't do nothing but pay bills and go to work and body women body woman stuff. That's how I like my men too. He gonna listen to this and be like, "You said this about me." Uh huh. (laughs) You lying to people. How is social media in your business though? Like, you think social media play a big a big part of your business? As far as like cooking or like being in your business, being in your business. Like, are people able to? Are they able to separate you from your business? I don't think so. You don't think they can? No, like. I think that I think a big part of business, unfortunately, especially in Philly, I think a big part of business is who you are and it how is. people view you. It is. Right. Um, I think that if I was more popular, I had way more following. But I even think I remember like even using my husband, how crazy my following went up, how crazy my business picked up after his death hmm. as well. So, no, I look at it like people who don't know me, know me like they only they only know me from the podcast, I don't think they could separate it because I just get, like, it's just certain people say certain things to me and I'm like, if you, you knew me, you podcast. wouldn't fucking yeah. say that to right. me. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. you wouldn't say that to me if you knew me. You know what I mean? So, people can't separate that. Other People who know me, know me. You know what I mean? They know what they can and can't say to me. I can't believe people think they really know you through Instagram. Mm-hmm. No, it's because you actually put your whole life on Instagram. Yeah. And, no, this is the thing though. I am a sharer, right? I definitely feel like I'm a person. I was married. Um, so I'm I am definitely a person that shares a lot on Instagram, but they still don't like it's still so much more of me that people don't see or don't know. That still does not mean you know me. Hmm. Right? Like I don't understand why people would think that. Because you show them so much behind the curtain. Like, I know your kids, I know you work at, I know where you go party at, I know what kind of <laughs> car you drive, <laughs> I know funny. you go to Starbucks every day. <laughs> For I real. know you like Target every Sunday. I know so you I buy know yourself you. flowers. I know you. You're my friend. So what, had, what else am I missing? I, I, I had somebody comment when I posted my daughter for her birthday. I'm like, oh my gosh, she got so big. Like, time flies. I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> somebody said, I didn't know you had a kid. Why the fuck would you know I had a son? Right, 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 right. You don't know me. Right. You don't know me. You no, only know shit, these jokes bro. and what I show you. Yeah, right. No, yeah. people really, really, people really do think they know you. And it's just it's it's just life. It is what it is. You can't. It is what it is. You, you know what I mean? So you can't do I'm nothing definitely about a person. It. Like the internet does not run my world. Like I think I don't care about anything that people say on it. Um, I'm definitely on it, right? I won't make it seem like I'm not. I'm definitely on it. I definitely share my world, but I do that because that's what I want to do, mm. right? I don't do it for attention. I don't do it for likes. I don't do it for anyone to give me a reaction. I do it because that's what I want to do. I rewatch my stories for myself. <laughs> like you know what I mean? So, um. It's so sad when I like I when people when I know that people do take the things that people say, um, and it like ruins their world. Mm-hmm. It's like, dang, you letting somebody that you don't even know and don't even know you dictate your life and how you feeling about yourself. Like that's a bad job. A lot of people depend on the internet for um, um, what is um, validation? Validation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't. They need to be yeah, you know from sure. from the internet. And I, I tell them all, I only, I only post but so much. The most I'm posting is the podcast. I might post pictures of my kids here and there, but that's it. You can't see behind the curtain. That's yeah. it. All, far, far as you know is what I say on this podcast and what I, a lo- the little bit I post on a, on a Instagram. I don't want to share my relationship f- with Instagram. Do you not share your relationship with Instagram? Be- why? Because now always think about that, right? Do you not share it? Not people be like, because 
You got to protect your peace. You got to protect the things that people. I do. I, 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 prote- I protect the. Not protect. How does being showing that on Instagram and people saying something be not protecting you? Be, Why aren't you protecting it? I do protect it. But as far as I don't need people in my business, I don't need people in that in that business, uh, in that part of my business. I don't care about any my business that I have my podcast or my my nonprofit. You could be all in that. Be all in that. And far as what I say on this podcast, be but far as my personal life, no, I don't. Do you I don't care want that. If, like you was with a girl and she shared it. I don't care. It's just what you do. Yeah, it's just what I do. I don't. I don't care. I don't care if my significant other shared me on. I don't give a shit about that. I don't give a fuck about that. As far as what I'm not going to share. Yeah. That's that's me. I don't know. You can't post me. No, I don't say that. You can. If you choose to post me, you can post me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't, I don't even posting though. You still gotta. They got to understand what's going to come back with it, right? Yeah. You can't control what somebody say to you, right? No. Mm. It's like you laying in bed with your dude and somebody you talked to five years ago called your phone at three o'clock in the morning. I don't fucking know what they called my right. phone for. Right. So it's like you can't control what somebody say. Mm-hmm. No. So they got to take the backlash. Even with the podcast, we also got to monitor the shit we say because it's still a reflection of the other person you deal with. Right. Yeah. So let's say Nas goes somewhere, right? In podcast, he posts a picture with a fan, right? She just hugged up. She just looked a different way. Somebody might like yo. Somebody might send it to his lady like yo. Who this girl that he hugged up with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like oh my friend. She can actually go and lie and say oh yeah. Nas gave me his number right. this and that. Yeah. I gave you my number to work for the to, to come on the podcast. Right. I didn't give you my number to talk to you. Right. But see right. But that's what but I'm saying. But everybody knows your it's business. It's a reason why, right? You feel like because of the platform that you had, right? That it's a reason why, right? Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel like there are reasons why people do them. That's why I asked what your reason yeah. was, right? If you feel like because the the status and and the status that you have, if you post, will put your family in danger. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Um, if, but a lot of times that's not what I people talk. I don't about. need nobody coming to my lady about nothing ten years ago. But see, that's what I'm saying. A lot of times, <laughs> like it normally, damn, is very regular. Yeah, stuff. I was like, in DM ten years ago. I don't want them to know because I don't want them to know I mess with you. It don't be about ten years ago. No, I say it, it all be like I don't want them to know I'm cheating. On you. But see, I say it all so the time like, on here. Like don't I be have, cheating. yeah, I say it all the time on here. I'm I'm not single. Yeah, I say it all the time. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, say, I don't, I don't hide the fact. Yeah, it's just that I don't need, I don't need the poster. Okay. Believe it. I mean, celebrities go through it, right? Because like you, you go through something with your Kevin Hart, go through something with his with his wife, right? Now everybody's on her page. Girl, right. what you gonna do? You should leave that nigga. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck you gonna tell her to leave a yeah, billionaire? Yeah. Right. This nigga makes leave. money. I'm supposed to leave, but you ain't leave Raheem when he did. Her, and he ain't even you still let that nigga drive you your car. You still let that nigga drive your Ultima, but Kevin Hart, his girl gotta leave. Charlie. Like that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. But like it's no, crazy because you don't never see like women husbands like was uh. Damn, what's what's the what's the lady? She got a husband. He was like, I ain't know. Um, her son just died. So Regina Hall, Regina, 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 King. Regina, King. Oh, Regina King, Regina King, right? Like her, she had, she was married. Nobody even knew. Nobody knew, right? Yeah. Nobody knew. So yeah. it was just like when people don't know, they can't really go in and do it, say anything to you. Or, um, Nia Long and Ume Adoka, right? Yeah. yeah, go through what they gonna. They were like, yeah, Nia Long, you should leave this and that. She's just like, be quiet, mind your why? business. <laughs> Right. But like, she, why can't we do? Why can't we handle this in the business? Right. They all in the business because it's out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. when you put that stuff out there, you literally invite, you literally everybody. invite everybody. So you, to you open the curtain, and now everybody's it. behind the curtain. I definitely yeah. believe that, right? Like, if you put something out there, 
Don't be mad. Why y'all my business? Yeah, yeah. That's like you, for sure. you the one who was fighting your girlfriend because she posted your panties who had it was hard exactly. in the middle. Yeah. Like so that was, that's the thing. You, you gotta yeah, for sure. Why can't I for know sure. what else happened? Now that does burn me up. Like I don't know why y'all in my business. Well, you've been crying, sad, putting all these posts up all no. week talking about you something, <laughs> and now you want them in y'all happy family. I want to know what happened. Oh no, you got to explain that to me. You were sad. I had to be there. I was couldn't skip past your stories. Because it was interesting. Now you're back together and right. I don't know what happened. Mm. Why you ain't post that? Right. He had beer bugs and he had dirt, he had dookie stains in his yeah, drawers. No, I'm invested now. You was done with him. I'm I invested now. What happened? Bitch, Bro. that's both our boyfriends. Yo, I need to know what telling everything. No, because listen, though. Or this, don't this, tell this, me nothing. Even, even look, right? I remember a situation. This, this is fucking hilarious. He said beer bugs. I remember a girl posted. The dude she was dealing with had bed bugs. She posted that. Posted the bed bugs on the bed, crawling and everything. Yo, you remember that shit? I don't know like, what you're talking post, about. You remember that? I remember. Yeah, she posted it. I sent it to the group chat. That's the first thing it's going to the group chat. <laughs> right. Damn. You know, all you got to the group chat is gone. It's out. Sure. And who knows where the fuck it went, what other group chats it went to right. today, right? So I went to the group chat and then they was going back and forth, you know, like subliminal message, you know, yeah, posting or everything right. like that. Then the next thing you know, maybe a week later, she was back with the nigga. So they I want to ask, like, did, you back, so you like bed bugs, then. right? Or did he get rid of them? How <laughs> people are suffering from having bed bug infestations, and you probably had the key, and you didn't even tell them. Yeah, these people, right? <laughs> he was a fucking host. Right, he, he was a bed bug. People is crazy. But now I be invested. Now I need to know what happened. Like, how he get you back? Like, what right. he do? Right. Exactly. How he get you back? Y'all gotta give us all of that. Everybody want to be. Everybody want to be on Love and Hip Hop till right. they try to be on Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> <Just time. laughs> if you want to tell it, tell it all. Tell I it need all. the confessional now. Yeah. I might be boring sometimes. I need to know, did you get back in that bed with the bed bugs? Right. Did like, you have them so much that you dealt with had, the bed had, bugs? Y'all had bed bug sex? Like, right. Y'all, <laughs> y'all should have asked. Like, y'all ain't have sex on top of money. Y'all had sex on top of, of bed, bed bugs. bugs. <laughs> no, I got to start, start going on my hair page and like commenting on these pictures. On these my pages, hair page. Like, <laughs> yeah. Brazilian C. Oh, give me a I got you. I follow everybody on there. Lynn got burner page. <laughs> you swear it's India Royale. Nope, it's me. <laughs> hey, India, it's baby. Me. It's me. A dark skinned nigga with a patchy beard. It's me, baby. Yo, <laughs> India, follow me. Yup, I sure do. I ain't going back to Dirk, baby. <laughs> Yo, who is Dirk saying today? I love Dirk. I, I don't like know. I don't know. You see what they did? They let us in our relationship. Yeah. I wouldn't and know. And now we want to know. Do he have a baby or not? He don't oh, got the baby, though. I don't think he got the baby, though. But I would like to know. I don't know. Let us know if you're watching this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Come on the show. Tell your side. Right? Right. Don't tell your side, boss. Don't tell your side. Um, all right. So, I like Chase Gear. So, being a business owner and, you know what I'm saying, got a lot going on. What's the hardest part about being your friend? That sometimes I care so much about me. Is that a bad thing? I can't thing? believe I said that. <laughs> is that a bad thing? Well, explain. Um, so I, this is the thing, right? I have a lot of friends that care so much about others. So I think, like, it's the dynamic thing. I don't think it's a bad thing because if my friends were like me, I would not have a problem with it, then, mm-hmm. right? A lot of times you love people how you want to be loved and not how they want to be loved. Mm-hmm. Um, so me, I'm totally fine if you don't text me good morning before I text you. I'm totally fine if you forget that I had a doctor's appointment. I'm like I'm. I know that life be life in. I get that. Um, but a lot of my friends are not like that, and I think that because they give such that part of them that they expect that from me. But I'm not always that friend, right? I'm going to pay, right? I'm gonna buy you nice gifts. I'm gonna take you out, but I might forget some stuff because I'm a widowed mother of two 
sons, right? I'm a business owner. Um, I have a lot, a lot of moving parts in my world. And sometimes being my friend means like dealing with what I got going on because I really be having a lot going on and I'll be needing my friends. And right. my friends are amazing. I love all of them. But I, I know that's the biggest part for them. And I probably never even said that to them before. But when you ask me, it's transparency. They, they, they listen. Yeah, it's like that probably is the biggest part. Because I, I, I hear them talk sometimes and I'm like, damn, I did forget that. Or damn, I ain't say that. Or sometimes I'll pour, I'll pour, I'll pour because I got a free moment. And now I'm busy again. And it's not that now that it's your turn to tell me what's going on with you, I don't want to listen. It's just that I only had that little bit of time. I needed to get out what I needed to get out. And I'm super busy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get back to you, though. But it doesn't look like that to them. They may not understand that. You know what I mean? I'm a mother. A lot of my friends, too, don't have kids. Right? Um, they don't have businesses. They don't know what that requires, how much time that takes up. Um, so I know that's the, the hardest part. But I love y'all. Thank what, you. What, what, what about you, Lenzel? What you think? Uh, I don't want to see y'all niggas all the time. Like, I don't want to see y'all talk to y'all niggas all the time. <laughs> be tired of niggas. Sometimes. The funniest niggas thing, though, I, I know what Lynn ain't fucking with is, though. For real? What he be doing? Niggas burn you out sometimes. I don't fucking hear from... I'll hear from Lynn outside of the chat, and it'll just be something It'll be something random pertaining to the podcast, and then it'll be like, Lynn won't text in the group chat for like a day or two. Really? And then he'll come back with some funny shit from Twitter. But I, I, I be having so much of my own shit going on mm-hmm. in the world, yeah. so I be having to like, you know what I'm saying, take my time, separate myself, handle right. what I need to handle. Yeah. I can't juggle too much as right. I get older, right? Okay. And like, I'm also the friend that like, I let people be adults. So like, even if I see a friend like just going down a bad hill, you got to come ask me for help. Okay. Because I'm not, I'm, I'm, not gonna, I'm not even going to be there to be like, yo, yeah. yo, you doing dumb shit. Like yeah. sometimes, you guys tell me what's going sometimes I see my friend. I see him doing dumb shit all the time. Yeah. Like watching me and Nas talk, I'm not even going to say nothing. Nas yeah. may say something. I ain't saying nothing because he don't want my help yet. Right. When you I'll come to him like, yo, I need your help. Yeah, I definitely then want I'll be there for you. But I say I'm not something. the one to step in. Yeah, please I just do. tell me what you need. Yeah, I say shit. All shits. I'm, just tell me what you need. I'm going to give it to you. It'd be but crazy because. I might just not recognize what you need. We'll have. I'll be like, man, I'm going to say something. I'm be like, man, you, nah, I ain't <laughs> saying like nothing. Like, I don't, I, but I, I, I do. I can't help it because I love my friends. You know what I mean? I love my friends and I never want to see them put themselves in bad situations or doing bad. So it's like, I got to say something. And I'm the friend that when I check you, I probably curse you out. Really? Yeah, because you're doing stupid ass shit. But what if they need it? They do need it. That's the kind of love I give. I don't, I can't Who give. Who said they wanted that kind of love from you? They know when they come to me, that's the kind of love they're getting. But they, we not saying they coming to you. They we are. You offering it up? I'm offering my, I'm offering the cuss out too. You volunteering the cuss out? Yeah, don't be shit? doing that to people. I'm volunteering cuss out. <laughs> but you not. But me. no, no. But look though, <laughs> they my friends though. They know me. Uh-huh. But but on the, I, I feel you. I don't, I don't want to talk to my friends all day long. There's some days I really don't even. I get up and I don't be on my phone. Yeah, really. I work overnight, so a lot of times when I get up, is everybody day is already Done. going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, I got to catch up to what everybody yeah, talking right, about. So I don't feel like I don't feel right, time right. for that shit. You know what I yeah. mean? As far as that, my daughter lived with me full time, so I was like, I got to deal with that. I got to deal with that. So I got to get myself together, get her, do this, drop her off here, do right, right. I got to do a, kids, man. Yeah, so it's like a a lot. It's stressful at times. Being a adult is stressful, and um, it's hard. It is hard. It's really life, hard. Life, life is hard. You know what I mean? Some people make it look easy, Mm-mm. but it'd it be hard. It's definitely hard. I, I don't, far as, the, you said the question was, what, what, what was the question far as like friends? What, What's the hardest part about being your friend? It's probably that you brutally honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I everybody can't hold honesty. Like I can be honest, but sometimes I don't want, I don't want to hear the that. truth. Yeah. Sometimes right. you got to lie to yeah. me a little bit. I like, know. Damn. 
They not, but I that's, need a little lie. A little bit. Like, but man, see, that's, that's Damn, bro, it, your beard is looking right. I know my shit didn't connect. Like, let me not lie to me, baby. Yes, lie to me. I'm not skinny. I'm not that friend. I know I look fit, but don't say that. I'm not. I'm not that friend. That's, don't I be think Nas's that's, friend. No, no be. I'm taking so many great notes over here about you, <laughs> but niggas honest. But, I don't want that. But right. anybody, uh, any of my friends you go to, that's my friend. Because I don't, I don't have friends. I all my, all my, they are my brothers. So I'm, I'm loyal. If if you ain't fucking with somebody, I need to know what the reason why you ain't fucking with them. What they do, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And if you did some nice shit, I'm gonna call you out on it. Right. You know what I mean? But if they did some nice shit to you. I ain't fucking with them. That's me. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm never I'm never nobody can ever come to me and talk about my friends they to me. Be able to. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's that's one thing. Them. Nobody could ever do that. Nobody yeah. if you listen, bro, I ain't trying to hear that shit. Right. You know sure. what I mean? We ain't we ain't doing it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. So I, I think yeah, probably, probably so I'm just brutally brutally honest. I got a I got a funny letter, all right? <laughs> Is what she did cheating. Yes. My girlfriend, <laughs> this sound crazy. My girlfriend re- revealed to me that she sometimes take a shower with her gay guy best friend while me and her are together, and I'm wondering if I should give this a pass or not. If she was single doing this, I wouldn't care, but she's my girlfriend now, and if the guy wasn't gay, then I definitely wouldn't be okay with it, but since the guy is gay, I'm not sure if I should be bothered by this or not. <laughs> Why what you guys feel? Why are you doing it? I don't, I don't have any gay best friends, so I don't know. So I mean, What is the ask. point in doing it? Oh no! I don't be on vacation. I mean, y'all be on vacation, so like I don't. What? Why? Do some you girls, some girls look at their gay best, <laughs> gay, gay best friends as their girlfriends. I don't take showers with my girlfriends. Some girls do. Some girls yeah, eat, eat their girlfriends' coochie. But, <laughs> I'm not playing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not lying. I've heard this from several women that they don't think it's cheating. That, I don't you know. think that. I don't necessarily think that she's cheat. That's a cheating thing. No, she's not having sex. You know what I mean? It's probably no. Like intimate or sexual connection, but the bigger right. question is why are you doing it? What, what is the she... purpose of that? And if it's making your boyfriend uncomfortable, what is the need to continuously do it? Right. That's the thing. Did he say something to her about it? He didn't say that in the, in the letter, right? I'm the only dick belong in the shower. Right. That is true. Right. That is true. Right. I know it's right. Yeah. Like, I mean, what's that's going on? Like, what we whether, doing? whether he whether he's gay or not. I mean. No, yeah. that's a no go. No, no, that's a no go. What else they be saying? No. <laughs> send me some stuff, y'all. What else? What else the girls yeah. be saying? Send me what they be sending y'all. <laughs> um. All right. Last letter. Um. My husband and I have three children: twenty-five, sixteen, and thirteen. Our oldest moved out three years ago with her boyfriend and got an apartment. They were together for four years before that, so it wasn't like so it wasn't like she ran off with some guy she just met. We supported her decision. She was old enough and working full time. The issue is rent in our area has doubled more than the average. The landlord raised the rent 40% in the span of three months, and they couldn't afford to stay there. The issue is they weren't swimming in cash before that, but they really don't have enough for first lap and security on the market, and there's not much to, but anyway, in their price range. Their plan was to move in with her boyfriend's parents for a few months while they figured the staff out, stuff out, I'm sorry, and saved up, but they, they won't let her come with them. So they proposed an idea. She moved back in back with us, him with his parents. They saved up enough and be going to six months. The issue is me and my husband don't feel that it's appropriate. She's an adult now and she needs to learn to be taking care of herself, not rely on hand- handouts from her parents. She offered to pay rent, but we would only do that if she agreed to pay the mark- market average plus her share of utilities, which would mean she couldn't save up like she wants to. Because we aren't doing that, she's been forced to share a two-bedroom apartment with six other people, some of whom she finds sketchy. I feel for her, but I still think it's her responsibility. 
At this point, she doesn't call much anymore, and I'm worried that this may have impacted our relationship. Am I wrong for not letting her move in? Yes. 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 Absolutely, and it's a yes. mother of Jesus. Yes. Uh, what do we say on the episode? I, I want I don't want life to give my kids too many lessons because life, right. life lessons is fucking life hard. Life is going to be hard. I'd rather give my kids the lessons because I ain't going to be so brutal on them. Right. But, yeah, like, my, I always... My daughter don't never, and she eventually she'll have to move out. But it's not like she's if she in a bad a tough spot, then no, you can move back. It's fine. You can save your money. I've been paying these bills, the, all the bills in the house. When you was here younger, mm-hmm. while you was going, and when you come back, I can still pay them. Yeah, get your shit together. You know, figure out what y'all need to do to save. No, he can't move in with you, but right. you he can, can move you in. you can move in. You know what I mean? You can move back. He move with his um. Parents and y'all work it out, y'all figure it out. And it's like and keep we know moving. how hard life was, right? Why would you want why would you want to make it hard for your children? She's living like, with it's basically like it was probably it was probably hard for me, so now I want to make it hard for you. Right. No, it should be the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Literally the exact opposite. I think of my sons and I'm like, I hope they decide to stay home, buy a house, to give them um, you know, one up in mm-hmm. life, right? They're black men in America being raised by a widowed mother. Mm-hmm. And I say widowed because it is very different than being single, right? right. You can have a messed up baby dad and tomorrow he want to be a great dad. My sons will never have that, right? And I do hope that the man that I date will step up eventually. But at the end of the day, they're being raised by a widowed mother. So life is going to come at them. And then the thing is, she set out to do that on her own. Right. And something happened. So it's not even like she was sitting around being lazy or doing this. When life Throws things at you. You want the people around you to be able to help you. And mm-hmm. you're her mother and you can. And you're choosing not to because you want to teach her a lesson. Because that's basically what that is. And she says she's living with six people who she think is Unsafe. sketchy. And then something happened to your something daughter. Happened you're to be you the first one crying. Exactly. Yeah. You, then you're going to regret you. Then you yeah. regret that yeah. you trying to teach her a lesson. Yes. I hope my sons don't want to like hurry up and move out. Because I've, I've been working and helping my mom since I was 16 years old. Hmm. And... That it's it's felt like it's been that long. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't want that. Yeah. What you think, Lenzel? I mean, yeah. I mean, he can't move in. Right. Yeah. She can move back home and just save with as much money as you need to. But I'm not letting y'all not about to shack up in here. No, no, no. no like, he got to be a man. He got to be a man and go step up and yeah. get yeah. his hands dirty for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if y'all got to kind of got to separate and break up to whatever. Even if you got to get two jobs. Yeah. yeah. Like, he got to do what you got to do as a man. He got to yeah. know what it feel like to kind of fall as a man. Yeah. Because as a black man, That's nobody give you a handout. Nobody right. give you nothing. But even, even if Rose reverse, if it was, if it was my son, my son can move back yeah, in. You and, your, you and your girl can't move in. Like, you got, but you got to step up and do something. Yeah. You can't just be on your ass and be down because this happened. No, you got to get up. You learned and your she lesson. She probably don't want to come back home for real, for real. You know what I mean? She don't want to be there. She probably don't, right? No, my my door always open for my children. All right, I got a quick three questions. Somebody sent. Um, what's the best way to suggest friends with benefits with the girl who likes you but you don't like enough to date? What? <laughs> so what? <laughs> How do you say like? What's the best way to say we should be friends with benefits? You like her, to a girl that you like, but I don't like her enough to like date her. <laughs> But she won't date, right? Ex- expertly honest Nas. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it. Oh, um, ah, listen. <laughs> oh, only thing we could do is fuck. You would say that? I'm it's honest, right? Oh my God. I'm no just way. saying, no, no bullshit though, right? All jokes aside. It's, <laughs> look, only thing we could do look, you are a great person. You're a good person. You seem like, you know, you got a lot of things going on. If 
if this is what you want, I can't. We can't be in a relationship, but we can have sex. Okay, that's not that's not horrible. But it's. I mean, it's. What do you want me to say? Yeah, like we could be in a relationship, and then. No, no, don't lie. I mean, I wouldn't want you to say that. I would right. want you to just be like, I understand. That you want to say all we can do is fuck? I understand that. No, I understand that you're looking for something serious. However, I'm not, right? right. We can kick it. They know what that means. No, no, they don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. Women don't know what we can kick it means. You just told her you don't want nothing serious. And that still, was an honest, and, and still kicking it is, is sort of kind of like vibing. To some women, they women so women just listen, sex. It's women women, women hear and get a little fucked up when they like you. Do women that. women don't hear right when they when they like you. They hear they yeah, hear things different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially when they like you. Yes. So are oh, yeah, you? We could. He so said we could kick it. The then y'all just fucking to you. You just fucking her, and then four months down the line, she's like, "Well, what you got choose, and what are we? <laughs> like, because we can't just keep having sex. Like, wait, this is what it was. But no, you said we can kick it. Right. But as far as you said, is all we can have sex. Then it's like, all right, straightforward. Okay. So. That's what they said they need. That's what they need, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope I don't got to go back to them streets. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't go back to them streets, baby. Nasty please. out there in the streets, boy. I don't want to be out, out there. there. I heard it's bad out there. <laughs> it is. It's rough. Um, it's the, the dating pool is it's the school kill river. <laughs> <laughs> what little things tell you about somebody? far as how they carry themselves how people how people look at them like how, how do you treat strangers that can tell you yeah. i think i'm right there how you treat other people yeah like, how you treat strangers i pay very very close attention to that. i hate people that just mean to people for no reason yeah or like people like servers like, yeah, like, like servers in a restaurant them? like yeah. they didn't make the food they just right, bought it exactly. out to you mm-hmm. just like a really bad disposition i look at women who always change friends differently that's a really great one I always, I always said that's that really like if 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 a woman always have new friends like well what happened to that's really true Alicia that she was with six months ago mm-hmm. yeah. I see y'all don't y'all you know y'all might still follow each other but y'all don't hang together no more y'all was y'all was like this six months six months ago for like a year straight now y'all don't now you hanging with Vanessa you and Vanessa not cool no more after a month like yeah what's that's true. I've had all my friends I think my newest is probably like eight years right and we were we met at like work. Okay. But all my other friends have been my friends for kindergarten or like middle school. Cool. Yeah, I, I look at that. Changing friends is is because uh, I had the same friends. Yeah, something about that. Yeah. And the last one is what is the hard? What is the honest, harsh truth you needed to hear? People don't be telling me the truth because they know. It's like no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. That was a good one. That I needed to hear. What's the hard, honest hard truth that you had to hear? All business is, is not good business. And going, in bus- going into business with your friends is not always a good idea, no matter how much you love them. Um, all right. Like, stop always trying to see the good in people. Like, I'm a person I really, like, always try to see the good in people and give people chances and do this and do that. I.e., while I'm looking for another staff, just to let y'all know, again, I am hiring. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, like my mom always says, like you're you're so good of a person, like you gotta stop being it to people, and that's hard because you want I want to be who I am. You can't change who you are. I can't change who I are. Am, but what I do is I just change the people that I am, too. Right. Yeah. What about you, Linda? Uh, the hardest thing I probably had to hear is nobody cares. Like right. the excuses don't matter. 
Like nobody care about your day. Nobody care about what's going on. Nobody really cares. That's Just it, right? Because you business. really feel like people don't be caring, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it don't, right? Business still got to get done. So like people can't understand that you're having a bad day like on the outside. Yeah. Like they're here for a service or they're here to get do something. Right. So that's probably it. Like people really just don't care. Bad day don't stop them bills. No. Mm-mm. Like you can't really take a day off. No, you really can't. Yeah, you really can't take a day off. Yeah. I need one. I need like five. <laughs> but um, so we wrapping up. We all um you Is gotta push anything in. God, no, I'm not. I'm not so pushing anything. <laughs> See, everybody think it's, it's like real, real scary, but like, no, it's cool. Like, they thought I was scary. Oh, I was ready. You was ready. No, no, yeah. not you. People think it's scary coming on here with us. Really? No, the guys were great, y'all. I can't wait till I come back. You come I back. Was so so happy to be here. You got you. Tell them, tell them, tell them again where they can find you at on Instagram. Your social so, media is it, and the tr- food truck is it. Yeah, so the food truck Wednesdays, IRS Building, 29th and Market Street, 11 to two. Thursdays and Fridays, Temple Hospital, that's 3401 North Broad Street, 11 to 2. Um, the Instagram is Pot of Essence Catering. Um, and the email is Pot of Essence at gmail.com. So that's all that stuff. Book us, book the truck, book me for private experiences, come down to the truck. Do you like teach um, like couples how to cook? Like I've been thinking about doing some teaching stuff. I've been wanting to do it like with kids, honestly. But I would definitely do that. If y'all have an idea about something y'all want from me, just call me because I'm going to say yes. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it. I think I could do anything. All right. Yeah, anything what about what about time and wise? Because you, in your mind, you could do anything, but time wise, yeah. you only got 24 hours in a day. And then I you still really think that I have, you have like, you have business and then you still got ki- you still have children. Right. I think I have 28 hours in my day because I get a lot of stuff done. So I know I have more time. I'm like, gosh, child. I know you gave me more time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's go. But no, I'm going to figure it out. I'll figure it out. Um, as a business girl, as you get more staff, you just you figure things out. Before running a truck was crazy. Now I prep in one day. You know what I mean? I make seafood solid before food service. You figure it out. Am I getting a job? I'm asking on air, so you can be honest. You said you can cook. All right. I'm like if you, I really y'all come really, see me on a, what days is it? With, you got to get the schedule together if you're going to be saying it because people are going to ask you. <laughs> All right, practice. Here we go. We're gonna try to get when, you on the roof picnic too. We're gonna we're gonna tell them like yeah, like sneak in. Right. You it's might have to bring like some food. I did. With you, I did message Tyler like, yo, what's up? But I'm trying to get a celebrity stage, so look out for me. <laughs> I mean, I'm like a W list celebrity right now. I'm, I'm you, eight. You I drop down. Sh- I ain't come outside. You gonna make sure you put in a word for me? I got you. Yep. We're gonna see if you come. If you can have a kid or our food backstage. Bad. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We're gonna see. I like. You I like all blue M and M's. All blue M and M's. I got it. All right, bet. You gotta, have jerk. <laughs> you gotta have some jerk though. You want the jerk wing? Yeah. Okay, bet. And guess what I'm gonna do? What? Bring drinks, okay. lemonades, homemade ones, not that sample stuff that they be selling at the truck. Oh, all right. Mm-mm. Gotcha. No, I ain't not even gonna do you like that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Put a little pot of essence in there. And where my shirt? Y'all said y'all gave we me a shirt. Got you a shirt. I'm sorry. I'm officially a part of the team. You gotta do it like I'm the newest member of the. I'm the newest member of the team. Oh my goodness! I'm getting stiff, y'all. Look, they passed it. I'm wearing every day. I'm gonna cherish you forever. Thank you. Thank we really y'all. appreciate you. No, we do appreciate you coming Guys, on. Thanks so much for having me. No, seriously, this was great. I love to see my black men being great. Thank so, you. Curse, our, curse, curse our other co-hosts out for not being. Yeah, here. y'all are really shady. Okay, mm-hmm. you know how Tupac be like, that's me. Yeah. Y'all are really shady for not coming to see me while I was here. And when I blow up, don't be trying to get me back on here because I'm only going to request Nas and my bro. There we go. Period. <laughs> you know how they be. That's it. Um, make sure y'all get y'all Roots Picnic tickets. Um, they still on sale. We don't control the prices. I can't get you in. 
I don't have passes. I don't got passes. Don't, it's I don't have backstage yeah. passes. I don't have. I can't get you to be Saucy Santana, Glorilla, nobody, not yet. <laughs> saucy Santana. <laughs> I can't get y'all to beat him, not yet. Y'all got to get y'all tickets, please. Like, Cut, cut. For real. <laughs> no, seriously, though. we I can't do it. I'm so, y'all excited about that, right? I am. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited for it's not, it didn't, it didn't hit me yet. It's just like, all right, you know, we doing a roots picnic. I said it to, I said it to my barber the other day. He was like, nigga. You don't even sound excited. I'm like, no, I'm excited. He like, it didn't hit you yet? I'm like, no. He like, when the time come up, I'm going to have that haircut sharp. Right, I know that's why he excited. <laughs> I said, yeah. Make I sure said, I remember me. Don't yeah. forget about the little people. No. Wear my do-rag every day, too, though. That's right. Get it yeah. right. Might not work, but you know. Bro, I don't got a wave in sight. But no, we appreciate you coming <laughs> on. Definitely, no, definitely. We do, man. Make appreciate sure y'all go check her out. Um, the food was really, really, really good. I appreciate Thank you. I got food for days now. Yes. Yeah. He was over there tearing it up. I was. I was. Yeah, I was, y'all. Definitely <laughs> was. But no, we appreciate you coming on. Um, thank you. Thank you for taking time out your day. Yes, coming you. on, being on our platform. Um, we appreciate it. All right now. So we usually leave with uh tips of the week. Whatever you want, whatever um information or whatever uh tips you have for people, like life tips, life goals, anything. Um don't be, don't be afraid to take a chance. Like if you really if you really take a chance, you might surprise yourself um, as to who you really really are. So take the chance. It might tell you a lot about yourself. What you got, Lindsay? Always got something. Um, it's, somebody told me it's National Plant Day. That's what I heard when I got here. Right. So grow through what you go through. I like it. The man who sleeps on the floor can't fall off the bed. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not my tip. <laughs> I was no, going to get off air and be is, like, explain it. <laughs> no, mine is just um, grow with grow with people, right? As far as tip, tapping off Lynn, like grow grow with people and, and have people around you who's going to inspire you, not people who are going to bring you bring you down. Don't change. Don't change unless city, shitty situations change you, the good person you are, tapping off of what you said. So those are my tips of the week. Good right. job. This brother should kill some flower. I'm clocking out. <laughs> this lit, I'm clocking out. You got to clock out. This is Key Essence. Peace. You got to clock out. Oh, like say that? Yeah. This is Key Essence, guys. I'm clocking out. <laughs> <laughs> what was the piece?